To do what? I'm sorry, I spaced a little. I was looking at my character sheet. If, like, let's say a bad guy, like, dropped his rifle and I was like, oh, no, I better pick that up and, like, do something, I will be encumbered. Hi, this is Jeff, and this is Big Campaign Stories. To get us started, let's begin with our lightsaber checks. John? This is John playing as Lucius, and I'm about to roll. An 11. It does nothing. <laughs> How about you, Jesse? This is Jesse. I'm playing as Oswald, and I rolled a 17. Uh, Mav? Hey, this is Mav. I'm playing Dosh. I'm uh, going to roll my lightsaber checks. I rolled a 1, followed by a 12. Uh, Sean? Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm playing 4s. Aha! Uh, 13. I'm just happy I didn't run it on 1 again, right next to it. You're gathered outside the storage units, having taken hidden positions, watching the main building. Now, you guys had mentioned trying to either set up traps, or is this mostly just stakeout time? I would say it's stakeout time. And I know I'm holding a fire grenade. I believe I'm going to give that to Oswald just in case. Okay. Yeah. You guys throw the grenades. I'll do my best to make sure that they they go off where they're supposed to. Josh had grand plans to make some traps, but then he got to the point where he realized he has no idea what he's doing. As far as I recall, nobody's really good at that sort of thing. We do have a cage for it. It's a hard light cage, right? Correct. Good to go on that. We can bind it with something and throw it in the cage. Hopefully. Assuming that we can knock it out. How big is it? Uh, uh, the uh, cage? Big enough to hold a medium-sized monster. Was it like a portable kennel for a dog? or? Yeah, yeah, a large kennel for a dog. We'll call it something like that. <laughs> Went to PetSmart and got a hard light dog kennel. Basically, it's not large enough to be able to bait a trap inside the container or a door on it would just magically close if something went inside that would be cool if it was just like a pressure plate when you stand on the pressure plate all of the force sides turn on Mm -hmm. but i don't think a trap like box wasn't really an option definitely something for the future you guys could mod out to do right yeah we're not dog catchers unless if the money's good (laughs) I mean, you're literally dog catchers this adventure, but... <laughs> By the end of this adventure, hopefully we'll be expert dog catchers. We're trying to rebrand as Ghostbusters. Yeah, you guys will have a few hours sitting out here waiting as the day goes by, as it gets closer to night when you know it's supposed to return. People will pass through this area, coming home from work. The distance, you hear sirens and occasional sound of gunfire or honking. Uh, you can look over the next target while you guys have some downtime. The message from Ophelia... In the folder contains information about Togar Crow. Since we've pretty much made made Fours our tech guy, are we imagine maybe Fours is looking this up on a data pad and we're kind of looking over his shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Awesome. So Fours, you're able to pull up a picture of Togar Crow, Corleon, dark hair, all skin. Looks like he has two cybernetic legs and one cybernetic arm. <laughs> oh, man. Looks like there was an accident. About 15 years ago, involving an airship crash. He is a cousin to the Crow family that runs Delam Crow, a large company set out in the Farthen Valley to the northern continent. He lives in the Bayview community in the Dustmanter district that overlooks the Seleni district. He ran a series of shell companies that was found out before he could cash them in and crash the companies. Disgraced by upper-class parties of Dustmanter, seems to be in bad connection with his cousins and family 
of the Crows. He is in debt for hundreds of thousands to lawsuits that came through from people suing him. Oh, do we still feel bad? (laughs) (laughs) He has not paid any of his debts yet to those. Ophelia was simply calling that the cybernetics that he purchased were used with an Amon loan, which is why they're going after that. But the other, other debts that he has, those are his own business with his, with the law firms involved, which are the one who he defended him, Sunstrike, Arumkan, Steep, versus the prosecutor's bold partners. <laughs> I feel like they just want us to be the first ones to go after this guy because everyone else will have an easier time of collecting debts from a guy with one arm and no legs. Like taking candy from a baby. A one-armed baby. So as you guys sit here, as you guys find your hidden positions in order to watch the storage building, this Friday will go pretty smoothly as day turns to night. Oh, this is Friday? Yeah, with you guys having used today for you being sick. Nice. So this is, I think, the day that the red bandana theft is going down. What's, wait, what's that? Remember when the red bandana, we were going to steal something from Amon? We just never really quite got into the weeds on what, because we were really only interested for the briefcase. Yeah, it was at the shipyards or something. Yeah. I didn't go into the bar. Ah, uh, yes. Red bandana's probably hitting the shipyard tonight. Oh, okay. Unless they were so disrupted by that attack when the briefcase thing went down. How much money do you think preemptive warning of this attack will give you if you call them on? Yeah, I don't think I'll go there because I don't think there's a lot of time to properly negotiate it. I want to stay focused on making sure we don't get eaten by this monster. All right, since you all have time, if you were to take 10 on your stealth check, what do you have? 22. Uh, 19. If I remember right, the buildings here are all just one story. Correct. So I imagine I'd just be up on a roof immediately across from the nest unit. I kind of see myself not even having a visual on what's going on, probably just being like in the back of the van. With you guys having bought slivers and can communicate pretty instantaneously, that is less important that all four of you be visibly out there. I mean, if we're on a stakeout, I'd probably be like changing my clothes since I have the sandy suit that I can use charges to to make it look like whatever I want it to look like. Just doing my own little fashion show in the front seat. Stakeouts are generally hours long, so... That's why I'm listening to music. <laughs> Oswald, being up on top of the buildings, go ahead and give me a perception check. That's a total of 25 on my nat 20. Excellent. People are going to think we fake these rolls. <laughs> it's a very common theme. We get all our 20s out of the way at the beginning. And just not at the very beginning when I ask for 20s. Oh, God, no. I'd way rather save that 20 for, I don't know, a fort save so my arm doesn't turn into roast beef again. Yeah, with a natural 20, you will see the form of the Ember Nathy as it is moving deftly across the roofs. In the front of it, its mouth covered in blood. You can see the green and blue feathers that are st- stuck to the front of its blood-soaked face. So green and blue feathers? Correct. And that matches up with a cockatrice, right? It does. Okay. Yeah, I'll hit up the team on the sliver and say, I, I have eyes on. It's up here going across rooftops. Looks like it just recently ate another cockatrice. Yeah, that would have been better bait. Hopefully everybody good berries is okay. Does it seem like it's heading towards me or just kind of around up here and I just happen to have caught sight of it? It looks like it's heading towards the building, which you are not too far from, but it does not seem to be directly heading towards you. 
I'll relay that as well. It's on its way back to its nest. I'll kind of crouch down a little bit lower and probably take the time to turn off my music, I guess, grudgingly. As it gets closer, you can see it's still pretty similar to what you saw the other day. The half-formed halfling body sticking out of the top and bottom of where it's bisects uh, in the middle of its stomach. The four legs wrapped in tendon and flesh that give it that spider-like appearance. Though you can see now that it started to get a faint uh, sheen of blue and green plumage that covers its back. Oh, good. As the creature approaches the top of the roof across the way from you, it will vomit up a bit of bile which burns through the ceiling and allows it to squeeze into the top of the building. I will relay that over the sliver as well. It just went in through the roof. Also, its bile can dissolve roofs. Wasn't planning on that one. It would probably be an idea to try to sneak one of those LS grenades in through that hole then perhaps, and then maybe we bust in and just do what we can to subdue it. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. So I guess that's my job. We'll get into the position. Okay, you let me know when you want me to traverse over. And so I guess I'll just slowly kind of sneak out the back of our uh, Hedron vehicle and kind of motion for everybody to creep up on the storage unit. I'll get my military baton on and enter in my fighting style and start to creep forward. He's got that grenade ready. Do we need any sort of stealth check for this? So I understand Oswald is staying above and will attempt to do a drive-by drop a grenade in, correct? I'm probably not even trying to do a drive-by. I'm probably just going to go over to the hole and drop a grenade in and then be prepared to act from there. How heavy is the hard light box? About 15 pounds. All right, I can't carry that without making a bunch of noise. Got too much gear on me at this point. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to just subdue it and then grab the box. Oswald, looks like you are our catalyst to start this off. Uh, once I get the word that everybody's in position, I'll uh, zip over to the roof of the storage unit and arm that grenade and drop it down the hole. Oswald, go and roll me a stealth. You got an 18. Not very good for me. The creature's perception just matches, so it is able to hear you land above it. It has smelled this prey before. Oh, no. How many hit points have you gotten back? <laughs> all of them, thank God. <laughs> all right, let's all go ahead and get initiatives. Like, I got a 17. I rolled a natty one for a six. I got a 23. <laughs> I rolled a 25. Oswald, with a 25, you start us off here. You drop the grenade down the hole. You hear the immediate shuffling of the body, the ruffling of feathers, as well as the slap of the tendrils as they exit out the acid-burned hole, <laughs> facing towards you. Okay, so it's just right here in front of me, huh? Uh, I'm going to take a swing at it with my sword, trying to hit it subduly. Uh, that's a 13. The sword clangs off the metal roofing here on the storage unit. I then attempt to zip away down into the alleyway where my uh, allies are. The cover from the roof goes both ways, so its tendrils are not able to attack and strike as you move out of its threatened range. Oh, cool. Fours. Down on ground level, you, uh, you have the communication that Oswald has engaged with the creature. From down here, you can't see quite the hole. Uh, but you probably start to see the tendrils coming out of it. Oh, okay. Do we have to get up onto the roof, or do we have a way through the into the storage unit? I mean, you have a way into the storage unit. You guys already have that door accessible. Yeah, I imagine that's what we were kind of closing in on. I'm going to move up, open the door, and climbing form, and I'm going to scramble up on top of the storage unit. You scramble up the side to get on top of the roof, just in time to see Creature peel itself out of the hole. 
Does it still look like it's going to be within the blast radius of the grenade? If the grenade does go off where it is standing now, it still would be caught in it. Would I? You would not. You have total cover from the hole. The creature will get a bonus to its save because it does have cover from the root. As it tears itself up through the hole to find you standing there, uh, it will make its attack. The body of Abernathy splits in two, revealing its sharp, jagged teeth as it lunges to bite at you. Uh, getting a 13. 17 is my AC, so 13 does not hit. Sorry. <clears throat> the creature roars as it bites and misses as you definitely step out of the way. Lucius, uh, up above, or seems to be in direct contact with the Embernathy. It's your turn. Uh, we've got this, guys. I'm going to spend my turn <laughs> inspiring courage. And that's pretty much what I do. Just kind of move forward and bolster the team. I imagine you looking up at the roof and saying, yep, it's up there. Dosh. Fours is up there with it alone right now, right? And where all the rest of us are in the alleyway. Oswald is in the alley next to it. The majority of you, yes, are you're in the, the pathway between storage units. Is there like a trash can or something nearby I can like jump on to try to like scramble my way up? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and give me that acrobatics. Thank the Lord it's acrobatics. 15. Oh, I'll use a panache to add a 1d6 as I do it with style. <laughs> 21. You're able to move over onto a trash can. Get up and with a 21 on your acrobatics, pull yourself up onto the corner of the building. You're on the opposite end, so you're still about 15 feet away. I guess I'll just use my... Standard action to move up and engage with the creature. Try to flank with uh, with force. As you approach it, a tendril will lash out at you. Uh, barbed and spiked upon the, the end that's trying to hit with a 27. Ooh-wee. I have a 25. So it hits. The tendril slaps across, dealing five points of physical damage. As an android, do you have to worry about the, uh, the sickening disease effects? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> If I start turning to meat, it's going to be way worse for you guys. <laughs> at the beginning, at the top of the round, the grenade explodes. We're going to give the creature a reflex save with the bonus from cover. You try to beat the DC 15 to not get captured in the metal tendrils that spread out in every direction. The monster with a natty two. Aww. The wonderful two, even with the bonus from cover, finds itself stuck over this hole. And flanked by both fours and dosh, unable to move. I imagine from my current vantage point, I have no idea whether it's been trapped or not. But I do know two of my friends are up there fighting it in hand to hand, so I'm gonna go up there. Okay, you'll see that the creature is bound across the middle with that living steel. It will also lash out with one of its tendrils, and with an 18, I'm sure it will miss. That is correct. And I'll take a swing at it, trying to make this thing go to sleep. A nat 20. Okay, now you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll roll to confirm. A four to back it up, so... Even entangled. That does not confirm. It should only be 12 damage. Fours. Is he actually, like, affixed to the roof in some way? Imagine that the metal grappling net from the grenade, if you were to be on the inside of this building, the top part would look like there's a metal lattice that covers everything. This would be the bottom part where that explosion would come out through that hole. So it would wrap around the closest thing. If the creature were to go limp, it would be pulled back inside the hole on top of a web of metal. I can sufficiently picture that in my mind now. I just go ahead and give this thing a subdual strike. And if I'm flanking, I'd add four. Add two, correct, for flanking? 
Ah, four for a dirty trick. Uh, if you're using a combat maneuver, yes. Oh. Which is fine. Are you using a combat maneuver? <laughs> <laughs> yes, fuck it. We're tripping it. A total of 17. It's a bit hard to sweep the leg when there's this many of them. Mm-hmm. The creature will lash out. Stuck in position. It thrashes, biting forward towards fours. With a 25. Yeah, it hits. Its tendrils slashes across at Oswald with a 19. Miss. And at Dosh with an 18. Miss. Fours. The midsection of the Embernathy bites into you for 11 points of damage. And then I require a fortitude save as you can feel the acid entering in through the wound. Oh. Oh. I got a 12. Uh, the bite sears and burns as the caustic saliva enters into your bloodstream. Perfect. Lucius. I think I better go grab the cage and think, no, drive the van right up to the door. So I'm running to get into the the driver's seat and however many actions it takes for me as quick as I possibly can to get there. And Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's pretty far enough away. If you take off at a full run, uh, you'll get there this turn, though you may not have time to put on your driving goggles. Uh, <laughs> you will be set and ready to start the car and drive over next turn. Sounds good. Thank you. Dush, uh, the creature lashes out violently, surrounded by you and your allies. I am going to use a swift action to activate my hard light belt as the gl blue glowing tech energy surrounds me. It makes a little shield. I'm going to fight defensively. I like to picture it as the blocky shields from... Dune, 1984 Dune. But maybe with better graphics? <laughs> I will. Oh, you're good. Full attack with the stun baton in the non-lethal mode. And are you doing the electricity damage with the baton as well? Uh, yeah, it says I can do that as a non-lethal. I'm hoping I don't, like, charge this thing up and that actually being in the metal net helps. But we'll find out. 13 for my first attack. My second attack is at 18. The 13 doesn't find purchase between its mucus-covered feathers and its flailing tendrils, uh, but an 18 does hit. I will do 20 non-lethal damage, five of it being electric. With the five points of electrical damage, the metal on the grenade reacts, constricting around its targets. We'll get another save to not be pulled prone. But no, with the 12, you can hear the crack of its twisted spine and bone parts as it breaks a little bit as the metal constricts pulling it into a cocoon. So it is now in the hole, prone. Still tendrils are available. You can still see its mouth trying to bite out, but it is uh, prone and entangled. All right, get that fucking box ready. I'll tell the boss that. Hurry that shit up. <laughs> I'm on it. I sound very uh, out of breath, even from the <laughs> quick seven <laughs> seconds of me just sprinting to the van. Oswald, the creature is pulled in rapidly and surrounded with that living steel. So the plan at this point is that Lucius is going to show up with this hard light box, and we are somehow going to get this metal cocooned Embernathy into that box? Somehow. <laughs> yes, I think. Got it. So it being bound is great. It still needs to be unconscious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll drop down and continue to beat him up. He's still able to get an attack of opportunity on me as I get up next to him. Correct. So he'll still get the attack of opportunity and a 24. With mobility, 24 does not hit. Uh, you find yourself standing on this 
shaky nest built between two rafters here off the ground. Cool. I'll continue to try and beat it unconscious. Uh, 24 with my sword. For seven points of subdual. Scores. We'll see Oswald jump in after. You do take one point of bleed damage. Subdual heal stop with flanking bonus. That's a 15 to hit. Okay, so you're going into the building to strike it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that will hit. But I do require a reflex save from yourself as well as Oswald, uh, as the nest will break with all three of you on it. <laughs> ruh <Ruh-roh. laughs> Oh, shoot. That's a 15 from me. <laughs> Natty won. Because <laughs> I'm still cheating. You gotta pay for those 20s, son. <laughs> <laughs> Scores as you step in to Ganon stomp this creature. <laughs> you will carry through. The webbing here was attached to the nest, which means that once it was constricted onto the creature, it pulled that nest all uh, into its area. Oswald, you will fall, striking the ground, going prone, taking six points of falling damage. Ow. Scores, <laughs> you pass the check. You're able to drop down comfortably. Well, yeah, when Ganon stomps, he doesn't get hurt. The creature also passed. This is the, the comedic moment of where it it's rolled up and kind of yo-yos to the floor. The prone Ambernathy is on the ground with bits and parts scattered from its nest next to a prone Oswald uh, in a standing fours. That was your standard action, and you stepped into the hole. Is there anything else you wanted to do? I'll move over to open the door if the door is not already open. Okay. Yeah, moving to open the door makes sense. As Lucius said, he's going to be pulling up soon. The monster's turn. It'll spend its full round to try to struggle and break out of this living steel that is wrapped around it and holding it tight. But it does not find itself able to do so. Lucius, as a swift action, you're able to start the wrecker. And I floor it. Very well. You pull up outside of the storage unit as Fors is opening the large door here. Dosh, you find yourself suddenly alone after hearing (laughs) the crashing and splintering of your allies going to the floor. Looking down, I see... The entangled monster in a pile of his mucus and the metal webbing. And then I see Oswald on the ground, like laying down. Correct. I'm going to land. I'm just going to, can I just take a step off into the room? Sure. Go and give me that acrobatics. Oh, for sure. My acrobatics check. Get down as a 28. Easily done. Put myself, if possible, between Oswald and the monster until he can get his footing. The creature lashes out with a tendril. Now who's cheating? Going a natural 20 as it <laughs> as it strikes against your side. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to repost this. <laughs> if I get the natty 20, I... I think this episode's going to have a fuck it and screw it montage. I roll natty 1. <laughs> Dosh, you were unable to parry the tendril from the creature on the floor. Uh, so it does strike against you, dealing five points of damage. Five damage, I'll take it. Like, it smashes me with its tentacle as it lashes out as I land next to it in front of Oswald. I will spin around, and I'll try to smack it with my stick. My first baton swing, the 15. Uh, with it prone and entangled, we'll hit. Awesome. My second baton swing with a 26. For a total between the two attacks, for 30 damage. Uh, the creature goes limp as it is beat unconscious. Try to help Oswald up. I gratefully accept it and get to my feet. I'm going to go see how Forrest is doing. Cool. Yep, I know I spotted Forrest get bit earlier, so 
knowing what that means, I'm going to head over to him and uh, see if I can bind his wounds. Sure. Go ahead and give me that DC 15 heal check. I will attempt to aid you. Got that 16. Both of you working together are able to stop the blood loss fairly easily. And maybe these rags are just a little bit cleaner. That's right. <laughs> Fours. Uh, you'd already opened the door. Lucius is outside with the wrecker. We'll drop out of initiative. He comes out of the, the van. He looks sweatier than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but really happy. Good job, team. We got it. Are you all right, Fours? Fortitude, 19. Science point to yes. <laughs> he does not seem to be scaling out as easily as uh, Oswald did. Now that we have the monster, too, I think it's time to try to gather up that, that device that Abernathy had made. How light is it? Uh, the device itself is not more than a few pounds. Easily within right. your carrying ability. <laughs> right. <laughs> With the wreckage of its nest strewn about the floor, can I get a perception check? I got an 18. 25. A natural 2 for a 3. And a 15 for me. I imagine 4s and Dosh are probably on the move the body into the box and move the box into the wrecker detail. Mm -hmm giving Oswald time to kind of look around. Uh, in the wreckage of this, a couple things you will notice. There appears to be a lot of bedding here. Sheet stuffing, mattress stuffing. That's part of this, as well as you will find in it the wrappings of what looks like a complimentary soap bar. You see the package on the side of it, the familiar logo of an easy snooze. That's where those scientists were staying, right? Boy, I sure hope there's still somebody to pay us. Well, you notice that and they load up the unconscious Ambernathy in the box. Lucius, you're able to grab the dimensional breacher. That being probably my focus, while well, I'm not really looking around the room too hard, just being careful with that device and getting it secure into the van before I get back inside to see what Oswald's found. There's uh, some evidence that this Ambernathy went over to an easy snooze at some point, which is where the scientists were staying. So we should check in with them and make sure there's still somebody to pay us. Maybe you want to give them a call, boss, on the way back to uh, HQ? Yeah, definitely. We want to offload this monster as quick as we can as well. Well, if they're dead, then that changes who we're offloading it to, though, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It will do. But someone's going to pay for this. <laughs> we'll call up the scientists on the way back. It is uh, late evening on a Friday night. They will answer on the first ring. Is this, uh, is this uh, Lucius? It is. We have the Ember Wolf. Alive. Both of them give off excited noises. They promised to meet up with you quickly. Where are we supposed to go? We can meet at Bold Requisitions, or we can find you at any Amon site. Right now, we're in transit. We'll call for an extraction team to meet us at Bold Requisitions. We'll be waiting. Turn off the phone and say, well, they're definitely alive. So why was that bar of soap there? I don't know. Also, a lot of bedding and such. So maybe it was just snacking on people in general from the Easy Snooze. Boss, do you think it's going to be a problem if these scientists meet us back at Bold Requisition and your sister is there? No. How do we look at this point? Dosh would look pretty good. Most of the damage I would have taken was absorbed by the Sandus suit. Yeah, I probably look a little dirty, like you would if you you know fell through a roof. But other than that, I'm pretty okay. Was it a what is it a bite or a scratch? Uh, it was a bite. But it's not bleeding anymore. And it's uh, not looking super crazy infected. As for me, I've caught my breath and I'm fine. 
It was a rough one. But I look like I'm deep in thought while driving. I feel like like our scientists, Dolga and Capel, I think that they know more than they're leading on. I almost think that maybe before Abernathy went too far gone, maybe they still had contact. I'm really suspicious. That'll also trigger memory in my head, and I'm going to call Goodberries and hope that everybody's okay over there. Uh, there's no answer. Don't like that. When we get there, that's I'm going to plan on heading that direction rather than into the office. Lucius, you will get a text from Dova Dirth saying that the extraction team will meet us there in two hours. Right. But the scientists are coming over as soon as possible. <laughs> Bring money. How long does the net last? It would revert back to kind of inert metal after about five minutes. Oh, okay. I'll have my baton out just in case it starts to wake up and I need to knock it out again. Yeah. Good thinking. This thing might be regenerative. I don't know. It's an easy drive on this Friday night. Not quite late enough to catch any traffic uh, going from the storage district to the warehouse district where you guys reside. Uh, you will turn onto your street. You'll turn onto your street seeing the familiar lights of Seekers. Their vehicles parked outside of Goodberries. There are two Seekers outside on watch. Uh, Shrop is not as a, at his usual corner. Uh, it is empty. Oh, no. Get a pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, park in front of Goodberries, and probably everybody will exit. I for sure do. Yeah, we pretty much pull up in front of the Seekers and get out, wanting to question them what's going on here. The two local Seekers... They would tell you that currently, citizen, it is under request that everyone stay inside. Dangerous creatures have been spotted in the area, and we don't want anyone to get hurt. Is everybody okay here? Everything is under control at the moment, sir. Yeah, the officers will... The family is fine, sir. Go back to your residence and stay inside. Grudgingly, take their word for it. We will pull into bold requisitions and... Band into the back lot. Right. Not letting any seekers see what we got. You'll pull the wrecker in to the back lot next to a very nice hedron vehicle that is still left unpaid for. <laughs> Heading inside, Barry Harrington will prepare a spot for you to put this hard light kennel. Gore is still there, well past the time he normally goes home, uh, typing away furiously at his phone. Barry will look worried when he sees Fours return with blood on his suit. I uh, will ask if he needs to call Dr. Francis. Uh, no, this will heal up fine. Thank you. Barry would immediately tell you that Matilda and a few of her employees swung by while you were gone. Yeah, I figured they wouldn't still be here. Why were they here? She was looking for something that was supposed to be on the property. She asked me a lot of questions about your father, about uh, if there was any kind of storage area, if there's basements. Uh, I told her no. I would never intentionally disrespect Anestabold, but I found myself with an abundant amount of reason not to assist her. <laughs> Work, Barry. It looks like she doesn't know then. Does not appear to, sir. Anyways, yeah, I wonder what she was looking for. Beyond just looking for the room, no indication. I'd be kind of shocked if she did give away any motives. I feel like there's got to be something in that room, the secret room that she's looking for. She was professional to a fault, as always. <laughs> Gore would interrupt with a look on his face, confused why you're talking about your sister visiting, and not the most recent news that he is typing away seriously on his phone about. There was so much blood. Oh, no. That gets my attention. Yeah, I'd normally ignore this guy. <laughs> Wait, what? He will show you a series of pictures on his phone. 
all taken from across the street here, showing seekers surrounding it, an ambulance pulling up, blood on the ground, on the sheets. Cor would say that Sabrina and the children are fine, but something killed their cockatrices and then took a bite out of their lion cook. Crunchy? What about mm. Shrapdel? Oh, he went home. Didn't know he had a home. <laughs> yeah, he's he's alright. The Seekers escorted him out. I'll say, do you want to see what caused all that chaos? <laughs> <laughs> His eyes would immediately light up. No pictures, Gore. <laughs> He'll put his phone down on the table in plain sight of everyone. No, absolutely. He looks very excited. <laughs> I'll get the baton out just in case. We should at least check on it and keep an eye on it so it doesn't break out of the van. You guys will go to your room with the wrapped, cold, dead body of the other Ember Wolf, the half-broken sculptor, and now a horrible amalgamation of the Far Realm, mutated with a halfling that is currently passed out in a box. Gore will excited happy throw up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Got overwhelmed. Standing slightly behind Dosh. What is it? Apparently. It's one of those amber wolves. Got into something weird, though. And it's also a lot of money. That planar radio thing. What's it? Did we figure out what it's tuned to right now? We'll probably never really know what it's tuned to unless if we find somebody that knows anything about planes or these devices. We're just kind of in awe at this device. <laughs> so one thing I would like to do, though, is keep it away from the amber wolf. Because well, we know yeah. that it affects it somehow. We know it's planar. We know the Ember Wolf absorbs planes in some sort of fashion or mimics what's around it. So, is that thing still open right now, or did someone figure out how to turn it off? Yeah, it's not hard in a calm setting. Sounds good. Then definitely, yeah, we'll look at that thing off, and then it can just kind of hang out in our area where we're trying to fix things. And yeah. so now, I guess I'm a little bit more worried that that everybody at Goodberries is and more legal trouble for having cockatrices. I'm not finding a new restaurant. Oswald hesitates for a bit and says, well, do you want to get your brother involved? Seems how he's a lawyer and all. We'll see what's going on, but usually nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, inter interchangeably douchey. It'll be another 20 minutes or so before you'll get the knock at the door. Dova Dirth and Capel are here. So they do look a little bit nervous about cops being across the street. Yeah, we're used to that. Dova would say, well, I, I'd expect in this neighborhood. Mm. Right, right. No no offense meant. It's a fine place. Anyways, you brought the money. Uh, yes. Do you have the creature? As opposed to leading them to where it is, get the crew to bring it up. They will stare in awe at the monstrosity in the box. They can still see that it is breathing. It's wonderful. Absolutely amazing. We'll put you guys on the quick call list for next time. Mm -hmm. They'll hand over a credit chip worth 20,000 gold. Yes, we'll have to get more Ember Wolves imported. Yeah, a lot going through my head, but there's nothing I want to say to these guys, I don't think. They just seem really shifty. Probably another hour or so until the extraction team shows up for them. So they will just take a seat in your main lobby. They will ask for their data pad back that you guys had requisitioned during your time uh, with this mission. Sounds fair. Nod to fours. Yep. I'll uh, put my hands up like I'm ready to catch something. Give them back the data pad for us. I'll find the uh, data pad, checking them as I'm pulling them out. Is anything of this 
unconscious ember wolf is any part of it abernathy is or did it just kind of absorb him and uh, oswald's vision it just kind of ripped him apart it does look like it is consumed or at least absorbed most of abernathy's form whether this is actually abernathy or simply it just producing what it consumes it does seem to take on traits of that which it consumes Doga and capel they never uh, they were staying in an easy snooze but at no point was abernathy with them at the easy snooze right that we know of abernathy took the ember wolves from a research lab and ran they weren't just here staying at a at a hotel and then he did it right correct from what they told you he took the Ember pups and ran for it, and they were trying to track him down. We know what easy snooze they were at, or are at. You know which one they were at, because they told you originally, but... I think that through Sliver, I think we need to follow these guys back and, and see what was going on at that hotel. It might even be an idea, Oswald, for you to head there now and see if you can't find their room. Is an easy snooze like a hotel that's like I would see on 99 here? You mean the famously swanky and classy Highway 99? Right, yeah. We're just going to have like six units on it, you know, on the side of the freeway. Eight units shaped in a U with the very first unit belonging to the owner. So not the worst. It might be something where we could see which units are actually occupied. I don't think we're going to get their number without tipping them off with some suspicion. I can head out there now and see what I can find. Yeah, just do your best. I'm going to just make an excuse and I'm going to head back to my apartment unless you need me, boss. That's what I say out loud. It works today. And I will leave. They'll give you the credit chip. I flip it over to Dosh. I'll say in our sliver, why don't we just make them talk? We still have our reputation to keep with them on. Fair enough. A big chunk of our money coming in does come from them. I imagine worst case scenario, they knew exactly what was going on and they unleashed these things on purpose. Worst case, I hope not. They already said they're going to get more. Did they say anything that made us think that they were familiar with the planner radio. I was kind of hoping that they might start that conversation, that they might show their hand that they were looking for something like it. But it sounds like they don't know anything about it. And if they don't know, I don't intend on asking. But that's just how I perceive this. How do they appear? I'm a sense motive of them. I rolled an 11 on my sense motive. They seem relieved, at least, that this is over. Mm -hmm. They're answering all of Gore's many and numerous and repetitive questions. Uh, I worry the extraction team is uh, coming for us as well. Oh yeah, I'm pretty confident that it isn't. Nothing about their behavior seems suspicious. Alright, we'll cut back across to Oswald. Sneaking out right. the back, avoiding the seekers, as well as the prying eyes of the two Amon scientists. Uh, mm -hmm. You will launch yourself up onto the walls and up onto the roofs of the city. I'm going to just start making my way towards the easy snooze as directly as possible. Zipping along rooftops. It takes just about as long as driving. About 15 minutes later, uh, you find yourself looking over the single-story buildings all put together, clustered in a U of the local easy snooze, uh, off the exit to the storage district. From the outside, is it obvious that there's anything wrong? No, there's a few lights on showing those rooms are, are in use. Okay. You can see a annoyed-looking... Ilkin uh, seems to be dragging garbage over to a dumpster. Uh, and you can see the Lykel sitting inside reading a magazine uh, at the front desk where you'd sign in. I guess I'm going to go try and talk to the front desk guy. <laughs> yeah, you enter into a small office. 
you can smell the probably four or five day old coffee that is still burning mm-hmm. in a pot behind you with a few <laughs> cups next to it. You can see the owner here, a Lykel. On the nameplate up front, it says Polarix. On the wall behind him, it looks like a collection of over 30 different hats. <laughs> he will sit up promptly, putting down his magazine. Boats of the Rich and Famous. How can I help tonight? Hey, so I'm supposed to be meeting some friends here, but they didn't tell me which unit they're in. Uh, Dova Dearth and Capelzaline. Hey, I'm supposed to meet random people, but I don't know where they are. Give me that diplomacy. Yeah, okay. It worked on our recent trip to St. Louis. Uh, I rolled a 10 for a total of 10. Polarix would glance down at the sign-in book, say... Can I see that from where I'm at? You can. I would like to also look. (laughs) He says what you're reading is... Uh, those guys, they checked out. Your friends left you. Shit. Looking at the book, though, as a quick glance, uh, you can see about four days ago, Abernathy Goldtown had signed in. <laughs> okay. But not signed out? Uh, there's simply an X on the sign out portion. Okay. As opposed to the blank that I see on rows where people are still currently signed in? Correct. Or the one where Dova and Capel actually are signed by them that they've left. Right. Okay. Can I see what unit Abernathy was in? Looks like he was in unit seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll thank him and I'll just walk right out. I'm going to try and go like behind the building. If that's, I'm aware of that Illican as well, who appears to be, who's like doing janitorial work or something. Um, I don't particularly want to be seen by him, but I do want to get around to unit seven and see if I can possibly gain access to that unit. Sure. Give me a stealth check. Okay. Total of 19. You're able to stand still enough that the young Ilkin with a cigarette in his mouth passes by mumbling something about as he walks past you and heads towards the main office. Was I also able to see what unit the scientists had been staying in? It looks like they were unit five. As I approach unit seven, I'm going to hit up the boss on the sliver and say, hey, boss, Abernathy was here four days ago. Uh, The scientist just checked out earlier today. I'm going to try and check out both their units while I'm here. Good work. I had the suspicion. Definitely something doesn't smell right out here. Yeah, not even a bit. I'll go over to Unit 7 and try and gain access. Heading over towards Unit 7, when you try the door, it is unlocked. Even easier. Uh, I'll have a flashback momentarily as I realize the door is open. (laughs) And I will very cautiously and slowly enter, probably glancing upward. (laughs) The modest room is not large enough for you to be worried about something surprising you from the ceiling. But you can see this room looks like it's in the middle of being cleaned. Torn up parts of mattress kind of scatter the floor and looks like they're trying to refurnish this unit. Yeah, I'll look around as thoroughly as I can, trying to find any anything else that Abernathy might have left behind. Since this was apparently a place he was staying, maybe he's got some notes or equipment or something. That... Searching the room, it does look like it has been mostly cleaned out, all of which gathered into black trash bags, similar to what you saw the Illican throwing out in the dumpster. Right. Okay, so dumpster is now on my list of places I need to check out. Cutting back to the main group, the scientists are hanging out with you before they get the call letting you know that the extraction team is only a few minutes away. So you guys had no suspicion of Abernathy just stealing these ember wolves. It seems like there would be more security over them. We'd worked with him for years. I would like to sense motive and see if they are trying to get a sense if they're trying to hide something about Abernathy. Go and give me your sense motive. I rolled a natural one, getting a total of six. 
Might be my first dice roll this game. They seem absolutely sincere. There's no doubt or question to you anymore that these guys obviously were betrayed by their coworker. That it just must be some weird, crazy happenstance that there's ripped up betting and evidence that he was at <laughs> that easy snooze. <laughs> but unfortunately, the one speaks volumes. <laughs> and that will pretty much end my line of conversation, that huge failure. <laughs> You will hear the slam of doors outside. The extraction team is here. All four of them, just head to toe, in hazmat suits. They will begin moving in to take both the dead body out, as well as the crated creature. Josh, go ahead and give me an appraise check. I rolled a 12 for a total of 20. These guys are dressed in official Amon extraction kind of uniforms, though you're able to kind of recognize the material that they're wearing, the uniforms themselves, appear to be of a higher quality. This does not seem like a standard extraction team. I don't know if I would mention that to anyone. I would. Do we need to be, like, worried about contamination or something? Like, they're all in these really, really fancy contamination suits. So within about 15 minutes, they're able to load up the bodies, get everything put aside. They will reimburse you for the hard light box that they don't plan on returning. Yeah, there's a 10% markup on that one. <laughs> once they loaded, Dovidirth and Capel will shake your hands. Up. Thank you once again for your hard work. And they will head out. Yeah, I know I rolled a natural one, but I'm still... It's hard not to be suspicious. Your suspicion doesn't go away when you roll a bad sense motive. You just never got anything from them. I'm suspicious of those fuckers. <laughs> those hazmat suits were far above beyond normal hazmat suits. This was a, a bigger deal than those scientists were letting on, for sure. Hmm. I know a bit about corporations and how they run. Knowing what I know about Amon... Would they really have people with a higher grade hazmat suit or would they just not be sending in pretty much generic guys? I'm starting to suspect that maybe these aren't even Amon. Mm. Don't give me a knowledge corporate. Sorry, I got to look at a lot of bonuses that I may or may not have. While you consider those bonuses, we cut back to Oswald. I'm going to head over to unit five next. And once again, try and gain access. Yeah, uh, unit five is locked. All right, I would like to use a disabled device to bypass that. Go ahead and give me that check. Rolled a 12 for a 26. For a standard side-of-the-road motel, 26 is more than capable of popping open that lock and getting inside. I'll sneak in and shut the door behind me. Yeah, it looks like Unit 5. You can see there's one bed pushed against each side of the walls, bathroom between. Uh, but this room has been cleaned. Beds are made, mints on pillow. I'll do a quick check in places that might have been missed by... The cleaning, so like under beds and in desk drawers, things like that. There's nothing really left here to find. Just the one bed over in Abernathy's former unit, right? Correct. I'm going to cast Ears of the City again. Uh, while you're doing so, Lucius. Uh, no bonuses on this one. Knowledge Corporate rolled, <laughs> <laughs> and I got a total of nine. Really killing it this session. As you ponder it over, it makes you wish you would have probably paid attention a little bit more. <laughs> uh, when Matilda was explaining these things when you were younger, back at the Easy Snooze, uh, looking back and hearing a stream of past scenes and pieces of conversations related to local people and events. So I'm up to four rounds now of this that I get to do. Appearing uh, back through time and space over the next four rounds, yeah, you watch as Dova and Capel are here at their desks. You see them chatting on the phone. You see them kind of waiting around for you guys. But as you put together the narrative of this, you see two concerned people. It looks like they've lost their friend. There's a part of them that 
They're still very excited to find out what he's done. Huh. Does not seem like too much over the last couple of days has happened here that as you'd come out of the blindness and deafness of concentrating on this mm-hmm. voice behind you says, Whoa, who are you? Uh, standing in the doorframe is a young Illican. Uh, smells slightly of cigarettes. Carrying a bag of trash as he noticed somebody in the room he cleaned. I'll say, whoa, sorry. I thought this was my room. I'll just try and like brush past him and exit immediately. He's not going to stop you or anything, but gives you a confused look. In case he's watching me, I'm going to wander down the street a little bit. And then I'm going to circle back around and aim for that dumpster. Once you leave, he'll take a look at the room. Notice that you didn't dirty it. We'll lock the door and go back to taking out the garbage. Back at base, with the extraction team having taken away everything. Back at base, with the extraction team having taken away everything. It's fairly calm here. Gore will ask for the body bag to use. Take a nap here while he waits for the seeker to let him know if it's okay to get going. Yeah, I'd like to think that we have that kind of stuff on hand. Maybe even spare room or two. How late is it? It was about 9 o'clock-ish when you guys left. It was an hour and a half for the extraction team, so we're looking about 11.30 at night. I think Dosh is probably pretty wrecked now because I think we were up dealing with the last thing last night. Like, we've been burning the midnight oil a couple nights in a row now. Yeah, definitely staying awake and waiting for Oswald to come back. We'll go and finish this up here with Oswald. After he's done emptying the trash from room number seven, you'll see him head in and talk with the Lykel for a moment before the Lykel will give him a nod, ending his shift. And Lykel will head back and close the door. You'll see the the Illican pour himself a cup of coffee and take a seat behind the desk waiting for the next customer. So as you sneak back to the dumpster. All right. Time to go dumpster diving. It is a bit of a mess here, right? You're digging through bags, leftover food, old punks junction cans, purgatory wrappers, food stained paperwork and grease spots all over everything. You do find something showing looks like Abernathy has a writ that is on uh, Umbaro Pharmaceutical Letterhead. Ah, okay. We'll pursue this further. Emberwolf blood is phenomenal at being a stand-in catalyst. Considering it takes on the property of the nearby planar influences to what we suspect is necessary for the Deus formula. Huh. Okay. Well, out of all of that, I think I've heard of Umbaro. <laughs> uh, Umbaro Pharmaceutical is a world-known corporation. My plan is to just grab that entire garbage bag and bring it back with me to the bold requisitions. So at about midnight, you'll show back up at base with a large bag of trash. I imagine I smell great. <laughs> Oswald brings back a trash bag filled with what is the scrap remnants of a mattress that's been torn apart uh, and chunks of sheets, as well as some food wrappers uh, and the very re-soaked piece of paper with the Umbaro Pharmaceutical letterhead on it. So I think what happened was Abernathy was hiding out at that easy snooze, had the Ember Wolves with him, couldn't make that, that location work long term. And so that's when he moved out into the warehouse area. And that's when things went wrong for him. I think he lost containment somewhere in there. So I think that the scientists staying at the easy snooze, the same easy snooze, may have just been a coincidence. Um, I did my like look into the past divination again, and it didn't, didn't give me any hints that they knew he had ever been there or that, he mm. would, or that they knew he was up to anything strange. Do you show us the greasy paper that says Umbaro? I'll hand the greasy paper to Lucius and I'll just set the garbage bag like on the ground. Say, eh, there might be more in there. I don't know. It sounds like maybe this was just like 
corporate espionage we were a part of. We should probably get some rest for now and look at this with fresh eyes in the morning. You guys wake up to another sunny day out here in Dustmanter. I'll come in with coffees for everybody. <laughs> I'm going to try to deposit that money and make sure it goes through. The credit chip clears. All right, good. So we were pretty much flat broke after our shopping trip. <laughs> <laughs> Would it make sense to take like perhaps like 2000 of that for upkeep of the, the business and paying Gore and, uh, and Barry? Yeah. Or do you think it would be more than that? Uh, a couple thousand each would be fine. Okay. I would say we go over to Good Berries and try to get some breakfast and see what happened. Mm-hmm. Heading over, the sign on the door says closed until further notice. Though you can see Sabrina inside. Looks like she's cleaning the walls around the kitchen. Well, we'll knock and try to get her attention. Uh, disheveled and obviously exhausted, Sabrina will walk over to the door, apologizing that unfortunately they will not be open today. What happened with Seekers? We had to call them. The thing came back for the rest of the birds. Crunchy, it took his arm off. I don't have anybody to cook. Did his best to hold it off as it tried to come inside. But I have a lot to clean and we are closed for the time being. I I do apologize. We were able to track it down and get it just unfortunately too late for you. And I'm very sorry. She would take relief at that. She'd sent her children to stay with her brothers in the Sordai district upstate. So if, if you say that the creature's been caught, then she knows it's safe to bring them back at least. At least until after she cleans the blood. Mm. I'll grab an apron. Yeah, I was going to say, can I give you a hand cleaning, Sabrina? <laughs> <laughs> she will not turn down the help. Yeah, I'll grab a mop or a sponge or something and just start cleaning anything I could see. It looks like the lizardman had put up quite a struggle against it before it ran away. Many hands make for light chores. You could barely tell a violent far realm monster had attacked here. What is the required perception check to tell that a Far Realm monster attacked in this kitchen? The only thing now she's really left to worry about is how to help her line cook pay. They don't have enough to pay for a cleric to regrow an arm, so they'll have to look into getting one built. We might actually be collecting one soon. Yeah, we'll keep that in mind for certain. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do what we can to help. Um, Thinking over Tober Crow... Now that we're kind of getting on that page, we have pretty much a complete file on him. Yeah. We know where he he lives and stuff like that. Knowing that he is highly in debt, uh, he is definitely a flight risk. So that's good because I'm trying to make up an excuse to talk to Ophelia and kind of slide in our interactions with the, the scientists and see if I can't gather anything from her reactions on the Emberwolf situation. So when I get a chance, I will call her. The classic ring before it picks up and you hear kind of her, her older, gruff voice, Mr. Estebold. Ophelia, I had some questions about our our contract with uh, Tober Crow. Just something to clear up before we go collect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just want to know how, if he's prepared for a collection, if you know what I mean. How dangerous is he? Well, I'd say that he's still rich enough to afford help. He was very worried that people upset about lost money would come back after him. You'll hear a clack away at a keyboard for a bit. Looks like he's got a, a couple open contracts with some local mercenaries here. Looks like, looks like he got turned down by Applied Solutions for not having a high enough credit score for it. They can't go with the bougie mercenaries. 
Right. <laughs> All right, good to hear. Maybe it will be as simple as you put it, because we definitely are recuperating from the work we did with you to get back those ember wolves for your science division. She'll click around a bit and say that I don't I apologize. Hun, I don't I don't see any science contracts out. Did you not? With uh with Doga Dareth, Capelzaline. You clax the keyboard. No, I'm not seeing anyone by that name. Out loud so everybody can hear. <laughs> not seeing anybody by that name. Money's money. Before she jumps off the phone with him, I wanted to look at the file and see if I can get a, an appraise on his cybernetics. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fuck. Two I, uh, with 12. It looks like he took out a loan to get the cybernetics, but it looks like he went to a private contractor to get them built. Would have any idea how much they're worth? Nothing here is saying it'd be any different than what kind of what Amon suspect spent about 20000 on it. And how much are we being paid to collect? Two. Yeah, can we just pay them the 2000 No, to be honest, that could very well be how this goes. As far as custom cybernetics goes, how varied is it? Is it like putting together a computer? I think of it in the realm of putting together a computer while at the same time trying to find a tattoo artist you trust. Mm-hmm. You're finding an artist that is also competent in technology. Is it crazy proprietary? Most companies make them compatible, so that way they can swap out. People can custom pay to make sure that they are not. Right. Before ending the conversation with Ophelia, can I get an idea of how much that planar breacher might go for with a price check? I got a 27 in total to roll in a 19, finally a good roll. They would be very expensive because they are not for public sale. Probably goes somewhere in the five to ten thousand range. But once again, it's it's more access. Then yeah, before ending the conversation, I have to say, going back to these people that um, contracted us under the Amon name, it seems like somebody has done something pretty illegal with your name. We did recover a device though, a planar breacher that had been heavily altered in their research. Something that you might be interested in, something that you might want to buy. Um, she says, "Sorry, hun, not my contract, not my problem." <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. Have a good day. <laughs> Click. All right then. Sabrina will walk you guys out as she locks the door behind her, and says that she's going to to be with the kids. She'll be back in a few days. I take the much much needed vacation. And you can see back at the corner, Sharap is back out in his normal spot, uh, playing chess against a lizard folk. We'll probably order some delivery and head back to the base and start discussing how we want to confront Crow. I will be googling whether or not it is possible to hack cybernetic limbs. Cybernetic limbs, unfortunately, are not hackable. Like traditionally or like period? Traditionally. You could make one, for, for instance, that is specifically is. Why would you want that? <laughs> exactly. You want me to go check out where Crow is staying now just to make good eyes on and get a sense of the place? I think that's a good idea. Be wary. He's going to have some, well, like I put it, bottom barrel mercenaries. Mm. He's ready for people to collect. Why he hasn't paid, he's, he's probably desperate. So hopefully we can handle this just by negotiations, but it would be nice to know what kind of support he has. It would be a couple hours of travel for you to get there, Oswald. You're going into a very rich neighborhood that is not going to be appreciative of people damaging their walls. 
Yeah, I imagine I'd take a, a vehicle out there <laughs> if it's that far out. And I can scout on foot and um, not really worry about whether people are upset with me damaging their walls at that point. And I would imagine that we're probably going to be a couple of hours behind you. So we'll be gearing up and such, and then we'll drive down. Yeah, I can give you a heads up when I get there and see what I see. While we're talking and doing our, our gearing up montage and stuff like that, I guess back at the back at the base, so we'll make mention to Dosh and Fours that uh, I think that um, I think Matilda was here for for something important. I can't tell what, but I bet you she's looking for that secret room. We get back tonight. We should probably start looking deeper into that area. See if we can't find something. Dosh is visibly excited, but he won't say anything. How does Fours look? Looking fine healing up all right yeah it's like almost completely gone nice is there anything suit up wise that you guys specifically want to say you have you know i don't think so the weird part about this is we've had such you know just crazy from monsters to gang situations like this seems like we're going back to something pretty straightforward and it seems just weird to be getting back to normal <laughs> yeah that'll be a good Palette cleanser. Should I go attack drone or scout drone? Uh, my best judgment would probably be attack drone on this one. The hope is to just show that we mean business and give us the money and or the stuff. The hope. Also, you find yourself dropped off at the bottom of a gated community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Written in iron across the bars, the signs say, A Bayview. Based on the picture and kind of what the information you'd gathered from the dossier Ophelia had given you, his house is amazing. Two stories. Now you can see the pool that sits out that is extended from the kitchen uh, that looks out over the Selene Bay. Okay. I'd like to use the quick coat to change my appearance to look something like Workwind's coveralls. Nothing, nothing specific, just like I obviously don't belong in this neighborhood, but I'm here to do some work for someone. Yeah, generic landscaper. Yeah, something like that. Do a quick look around and make sure nobody's looking directly at me and zip over that iron gate and start walking through the community towards towards the target house. You see there's basically one path wide enough for two cars that kind of goes up the hill, uh, curving mm -hmm. around the building. So it's designed that you have to drive all the way around to look at the whole house. Mm -hmm. You can see where the deck and the pool kind of extend over the edge. Uh, where they're supported below as you come up and around. Okay. But you can see topiaries and various designs and shapes that fill on both sides of the road heading up. Any obvious security measures from the outside? Yes. Uh, looking around, they definitely have security cameras. No, like, goons or anything hanging out outside doing patrols. I'll just relay that via sliver back to gang. If there's a house nearby that looks like maybe its residents aren't at home at the moment, then I'll kind of wander onto that property and see if I can look busy <laughs> as though I'm supposed to be there. And then you guys were heading out as well? Yeah, like a couple hours behind, so we should have some intel before driving up in the van. Yeah, go and give me your perception, Oswald. Percept. I got a 25. As you are tending to this large rhododendron bush, <laughs> watching the entranceway to Crow's high-end villa, you will see the armored vehicle pull up. You see the windows down a bit. Uh, in the in the back seat, you can see Crow. He's accompanied by two humans, a halfling and a lizard folk. See the markings upon the side of their shoulder. 
put them as a smaller company, Banter Support. You do see the heavy assault rifles propped up in the middle of the vehicle, and you see Crow. You'll see a cybernetic arm sitting on top of the shoulder of the lizard folk. It's an alabaster limb, like it's scaled with porcelain. With a 25, though, this looks exactly like Dasha's limbs. Mm. Mm, interesting. When he gets out of the vehicle, he stretches his legs of a similar make, and he and his men enter the home. Yeah, I'll relay all of that via sliver. 